I, I always look at these odds makers, the um, the guys who cover bets, and they have this thing tightening up, which I can't even believe. I'm sitting in my basement for eight months, and the election is so tight that the, some of them can't call it. Can you imagine? I don't even know what's going on. I just read an article this morning about how people in America are moving to Australia. Uh, when did you ever see that in the past? I mean, that's what I'm talking about, this fucking country. There is know. a what they call a Blacksit. Black mm-hmm. people are moving out of this country. Yeah. And well, I might be one of them. <laughs> I can broadcast from England. <laughs> sure you can. You'll be Lady Quivers over there. Are you kidding? You'll have a better, better way of life, according to this article in Australia. Like I told you, my friends over in Australia, they got that place locked down. So I told you my friends in quarantine in um, Australia in a hotel because they flew in from America and they have guards outside the door. Today's the day they get out and uh, they hand them um, all kinds of ways that they have to behave. They escort the person out of the hotel. They get a, a, a they got that thing so locked down in Australia. And the reason people are moving to Australia, especially if you have young kids, you can go to school there and everything. There's no COVID because they've got the thing locked down. Everyone's tested. Everything's traced. Told you they had nine new cases. That was it. And so, I don't know. Hey, here we are, election day. I don't know what's going to be, but if you think this is, I mean, fire Fauci, a guy of science, a guy, I mean, what's going on? This, this feels like a weird, bizarre world I'm in. Well, but, Howard, don't you, aren't uh, you but, alarmed that for the first time in your lifetime, basically, people are saying, oh, after the vote, there might be unrest. Yeah, that is another weird thing. Like, I'm looking at, like, the White House is boarded up. Yeah. I mean, those guys, they, they've got every kind of protection there, and they're boarding up. Manhattan is boarded up. People are, and even the mayor's saying, like, you know, hey, um, we don't think you need to board up, but if you think you do, do it. You know, it's like, the only people who are going to make out are the plywood salesmen. There is so much <laughs> plywood being <laughs> put on these. That's right, these, put your money in plywood. I mean, I don't believe what's going on. I, I, I just don't believe this is the America I grew up in. And depending on the outcome of this election, um, it will alter my view of America uh, one way or the other. I mean, because yeah. I, I don't know what the fuck is going on. I don't understand the other side of this. I don't understand Marco Rubio, Senator Marco Rubio, thinking it was a good thing that that bus got surrounded. I I don't get any of the things I wake up in the morning and I'm reading. So we'll see. I And the even England people make when they interview people and they say, who did you vote for? I voted for Trump. He he's th- When he says something, he sticks to it. Yeah, well, that he does. He's give not you that. afraid of anybody. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> I'm like, so he's... what? What does that do for your life, dum-dum? <laughs> By the way, England just went into a month-long lockdown. Yes, they announced it, and, and much of Europe is doing the same thing. Like I saw in one of those, I think it was Austria, where they had that violence in Vienna. They're locked down today, and so people were at the bars last night. I mean, are we in such horrible shape as human beings that they say you're going into lockdown so people rush to the bar to get one last drunk in in public yeah, a lot of the guys who work for us i was talking to them a lot of them are planning on stocking up on a lot of alcohol for tonight they're going to really get themselves <laughs> shit-faced and uh i know that uh uh some people are voting today like I've, i voted weeks ago but 
I know some people are voting today. I have a friend called me. He's voting. Uh, he he's got, he's probably voted already because he said he was going to get up and uh, be at the polls by four thirty in the morning because he didn't want to deal with a line. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, JD has to vote today. Benji's voting today. Sal's voting today. Mehmet's voting today. Uh, Will and Gary haven't mm-hmm. voted yet. They plan mm-hmm. on voting this afternoon. So a lot of people voting. And uh, how's shit. Gary getting to the polls? He only has one leg. I don't know. I think his wife's going to carry him on her back. That's the plan, anyway. I can still walk. I can still yeah. walk. It's literally around the corner, and I have my I have my mail and ballot ready. If I get there and it's like crazy, then I'll just take my mail and ballot to City Hall. But it's my my area is never really that good. Fred, would you fucking stop that? I love that. I, I can't even talk anymore. You know what? <laughs> you know, Gary told me he's going to swing from the trees to get to the uh, polls. <laughs> Gary, I haven't seen you walk. Can you, let me see you walk. Can you walk? Let me see you walk through that back wall. Let me see you do it. Let me see what it looks like. I haven't seen him with his new knee. Oh. See, it's Probably the old knee that's bad now. Right. The yeah. old knee is bad. I can't, it's the, if you saw me go up and down stairs, that's the bad part. Like, I have to hold on to the railing right on both sides and kind of, like, lift myself up. To get down the stairs because the pain on the right side is so insane, and the left side's still healing. So they both. How does the left, like the right side? I understand is your old knee. You know, your your, your the knee you were born with. Uh, so that hurts. But does the does the fake knee, the the new knee, hurt? Just a little bit. It's getting better every day. You know, oh. I, I I get on the I get on the the bicycle. You know, the um the spin bike. I don't do any classes. I just get on and do it like you know like a grandmother speed for fifteen minutes. I'm just trying to build strength back up. Right. That's so depressing. Yeah, I was Did on with uh, I was on with Peloton Jen Sherman the other day. She kicked my ass so bad. I mean, I was like, damn, I can't even keep up with the class. I mean, they got to make some classes for like old farts. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah codger class. <laughs> like, like, you know, so I could feel like I I would be at the top of the codger class because <laughs> I come in and about in the middle. But I mean, do you do thirty really or five minute classes? I do 45 minute class. I did a 45 minute class with her and I, I don't know. I wasn't feeling it. I got to do one today. I do it three times a week and it's like. You up to 45 minutes uh, every time because you used to vary it. Yeah. Half hour one time and then two 45 minute sessions. And then I don't you do know. the low impact class, the low impact ones. No, because you got to sit in your, you know, you got to sit in the bike. When you do low impact on Peloton, you got to sit on the bike seat for 45 minutes. And I got to tell you something. My dick goes numb. Um, and I was reading an article about this, that people who ride bikes, there's something about the dick nerves that are connected right, to the taint. you're sitting on that nerve, yeah. Yeah, you're sitting, your asshole has got more to do with your penis than you really know. <laughs> Everything's connected down there. Yeah. Like the ass and your penis and your urethra, all of it is the same nerve. Yeah, so hey, I was boner. sitting on the bike and it starts, you know, I start to go, I don't feel my dick right now. It feels like there's like a, a nub in there, but it's like kind of numb. And then that I article uh, about the guy who you know who couldn't feel his dick. That was a guy who was like cycling from London to Amsterdam. No, I understand that for eight hours. Yeah, know? I understand that. But but I'm telling you, I do get that. You don't think file. your dick is taking a beating, Gary? Uh, <laughs> well, he no, doesn't. He doesn't think my dick's taking a beating, but it, my dick is taking a beating. So what I do is I stand up anyway. So I need a class where you're up and down out of the saddle. I need a little breather on there. But uh, yeah, what happens to me is if I wear a heart monitor while I do it, and if my heart goes up over around one, if I get up to like 140, I start to pass out. 
like I start to get dizzy and I start to like, I start to like see, I can't even believe this, but it's crazy. I start to go, whoa. Oh, no. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so I. You know, I'm trying to keep up with a Peloton general. Well, you're never going to get up the leaderboard at that rate. <laughs> no, I'm not going anywhere. I purposely, if I see that heart monitor going up, I just go, whoa, slow down, <laughs> slow down. It's weird, man. Um, but my wife loves hydro. She does it every day. She is ripped from that hydro. That's the rowing machine? Yeah. I, I, I can't do it. I don't know. But she you gets on the there. hydro? No, she does it every day, religiously. And she puts, she's such an athlete. She smiles during, like I walk in, she's smiling. She goes, I love this. I go, you should, you should be miserable. She goes, I don't know. They don't make it hard enough to show you sweat. I go, are you kidding me? She's up to like uh, putting the thing on this high, high, high. And I'm like, wow, God bless. Her arms are now ripped she's from doing that. She's an athlete. That. Her belly's ripped. I mean, the whole thing just from, she does like 20 minute classes, half hour. She doesn't even care. She'll, she yeah, can do but it all only day. athletes' bodies respond like that to exercise. Yeah. Yeah. My belly you gets have bigger. that gene. <laughs> yeah. And she's smiling and happy through it. She goes, I go, don't you know that exercise is supposed to be a punishment? Do you know that? It's supposed to be miserable. It's like high school. It's supposed to be, she was happy in high school. I was like, He's supposed to be miserable in high school. That's how they get all those movies. People are yeah. miserable. Yeah. Why does every fucking high school movie, the kids are miserable little fucks who take drugs and fuck all day? <laughs> because they're miserable. I'm convinced that's why she married me. She loves pain. It's gotta <laughs> she didn't be. didn't get enough in her childhood. No. I'll wipe the smile off anyone's face. She <laughs> 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 didn't smiling with me. But uh, she loves that hydro. She, you know what her fantasy is? To teach a hydro class. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we got to see her in the water, not on the hydro. Yeah. Yeah. When you got to look behind you and turn and all that stuff those instructors yeah. are doing. Yeah. Well, today's election day. I'm so glad. I'm so sick of it. I want things to return to normal. I hope. You know, I know other people feel differently. I can't believe it, but I, I, I just hope things get back to something of a normal-looking country. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. You know, it was funny to me that uh, you know, first thing I saw when I turned on the computer this morning was that Brett Favre had endorsed President Trump, and then I thought to myself, "Wait a minute, haven't there been some scandals about Brett Favre?" And I, I looked know. it up. He had to pay back a million dollars. To some or, you know, to the state of Mississippi because oh, yeah. they were ripping off welfare funds mm. to build a volleyball stadium at the university he went to. Oh, okay. And he was part of it. Got and it. then when he was in the when he was a part of the Mets, he was sending lewd photographs and, uh, you know, penis shots, oh. I think, and uh, lewd voicemail to a woman who worked on the staff. Oh, okay. the Jets. Well, the Jets. Right. Then that makes sense. The Jets. I'm sorry. The Jets. <laughs> <laughs> so go go Very. for it, for Brett. Yeah. Everybody needs to know what you think. I was reading the New York Times and they had this uh, article it was so fucking good. They took pictures of people's refrigerators, Biden supporters. Did you see this? No. They they took pictures of um, Biden supporters and Trump supporters' refrigerators, 
and they had a game. They they show you a picture of the refrigerator. They say, try to guess whose refrigerator, you know, if, if it's a Biden supporter or a Trump supporter. Well, it was the greatest thing because you think you know, but you don't. And, like, I think you assume that, like, oh, Trump support, like, you see, like, Ready Whip in the refrigerator. And, I, you know, I got that one right. It was like, oh, Ready Whip, Trump. Like, <laughs> Biden people probably eat healthier. And, yeah. and sure enough, it was a Trump. But some of them, it's tricky. I got a lot wrong. Yeah. Yeah, I got a lot of them wrong. You got to play it when you go on the New York Times. Just Google New York Times refrigerator uh, Trump Biden. It's uh, fucking great. I, I I love stuff like that. I mean, and then I was reading that Steve Martin. Uh, he he is reading or he read the Andy Warhol biography. He said it was rather long, but that 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 was interesting to me. I, I so I bought it yesterday on Kindle. It's nine hundred pages. Well, it's Woody uh, Allen, you know. No, that's a Andy Warhol. Piece. I, I Andy Warhol. Warhol. Oh, Andy Warhol. Did I say Woody I, Allen? I, I don't mind me. My head is blown from this whole election thing. I oh, can't okay. be hearing anything. Yeah, I could be saying anything. <laughs> you don't know how many people uh, texted me this morning. Like, here we go. This is it. You know, uh, <laughs> everybody's really people just want it over with. Yeah, I I saw yeah. the the Daily News headline or the front page of the paper was the United States of anxiety. Yeah, the rest of the world has anxiety too because they want things. But you know, they look to America to lead, and they look to America to be an ally. And they, they've had it. You know, they're throwing their hands up in the air. They don't know what to fucking do. I mean, fire Fauci. That one killed me. That one, I went, man, you couldn't do more to get get me to turn off the voting for you. Fire Fauci. And Fauci's morning, my last hope. They're saying Deborah Burks, who was the one who was hanging in there trying to deal with them, was like, come on, folks, we're going to have 100,000 cases like a day. Pretty soon. Yeah. I think my fantasy is that we get a new administration come January one. Uh, Kamala and Joe get the get their feet on the ground. They call in every fucking expert, find out what's been going on in countries that have succeeded in getting rid of this, and they sit down. They crack the books. They get everyone in there who's competent at running government. Yes, bureaucracy, running bureaucracy, medical experts people who are administrators, and they get to work. I don't want to, and I don't wake up hearing crazy tweets and shit. All I hear about is, you should see what's going on in the White House. They've turned it into a COVID fucking factory of experts. And uh, here's and then they'll have a briefing every day. Here's what we're doing on the end of the vaccine. Here's what we're doing when it comes to protecting one another. Here's the plan for visitors from other countries. Here's how we're going to... Piece by piece, they start and they start tracing. One of my daughter, one of my daughters is a nurse practitioner. She was doing uh, tracing for a while, uh, and she, uh, you know, the tracing is tedious, ponderous work. It is absolutely tedious, and that's not the kind of thing this administration wants to do. They want to have no, fun. Nothing that takes a long have, time. Yeah, no, they want they, quick, they, quick, quick. They've thrown their hands up in the air and they went, we surrender to the coronavirus. There's nothing we can do. I just read today, 13-year-old boy just died, COVID-related. Uh, yeah, COVID well, virus, the kids who couldn't get it are getting it, yes. Right. The kids who, you know, none of the, 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 the virus is over. That's throwing your hands up and saying, I surrender. That's like going to law school and saying, I'm not going to crack a book. 
I want the people, the book crackers. That's who I want in the White House. I want the people who know how to run government. And let's kick this fucking thing's ass. Let's let's hope today is the first day in a step toward that because it's all I can think about. Yeah, I want to get out of, of my basement. Doesn't sound like go out there and die until we get a vaccine. Yeah. Um, I have a piece I'll play you later in the show. Wolfie's grandma is living in a nightmare. She's in a um, you know a nursing home. And uh, wait till you hear what she has to say about what's going on with COVID. The U.S. had over 93,000 COVID cases yesterday. It's unacceptable for this country. We are the leaders. We are the shining example. We have the most money. We have the citizens with the the most um, perseverance, at least I thought we did. And we could beat this thing. We should go to war on this virus. And we'll win. We can win. The Nazis were way harder for us in World War II than this virus is. We could win. We all got to be on the same team. And that's my, listen, this is my fantasy. There's going to be a change, and then there'll be a change in attitude. We're going to use government and our tax dollars to beat this fucking COVID-19, get our economy going again, and and, and, and not this whining. Oh, the virus is from China. It's not my fault. It's blah, blah, blah. Bullshit. The reason we have more cases is we're testing more. Yeah, I mean, that's insane. That's like saying <laughs> the reason we have more fat people in this country is because we have a lot of scales and people are weighing <laughs> themselves. No, it's here. If we have COVID, the testing or no yeah, testing. Yeah, the test you, doesn't give you COVID. Uh, the, re- the reason we have more testing, <laughs> we have more testing. That's why we have so much COVID. If we stop testing, it'll go away. I mean, that's insane. That's just insane thinking. When did we start? When did we start buying into this nonsense? So, uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I hope. I hope there's a change. I would love to see our country fucking beat this thing. I can't believe how close it is. Even I, it's just. Well, that we should be ashamed if it's close. Well, you should. Then you can be ashamed right now because here I'm looking at the the odds makers in Vegas uh, and all over the place on the internet. Here, I'll give you, I'll give you, here, maybe you want to make some bets. What the hell? We always oh, like to go God. down in I'm flames not, with I'm betting. I'm not going to treat this like a sporting event. Might as well, or else you might cry through the whole thing. Let's see. Uh, stores in New York City are boarding up. Macy's, uh, the Fox News building is boarded up. Look at these pictures. Everything everything in Manhattan is covered in uh, plywood. That's what Manhattan looks like now. You're yeah. a beautiful city. Yeah. It's all plywood. Wait, wait, wait. People are just accepting all of this nonsense, what's going on in our country. They're, they're ready to have four more fucking years of this nonsense. Not only um, are they ready to have four more years, they seem to be ready to have a violent outbreak between yeah. factions. Walmart, did you see that Walmart over the weekend stopped selling guns? And they got so many complaints, they started selling guns again? Yeah. yeah. Yes, I did. It's ridiculous. Yeah. This is how we vote in America? We we get guns? Well, there's no more guns left because I own them all. So, cool. <laughs> uh, Well, worry, I, I trust them in your hands. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Johnny, give me some odds. Uh, give us an idea. Maybe Robin and I want to do a little betting here. <laughs> yeah, Howard, I know everybody looks yeah. at the polls, the times, Quinnipiac, all that other stuff. But I look at Vegas and uh, where the odds makers place this and watch the trends. And How so, good are they, John, at predicting? 
No, they come seem on. To do, Those guys make money for a reason. They, know they seem the to do pretty well, on. Robin. If they want yeah. you to bet one way, they'll encourage it. So the first one is, of course, who's going to be our next president. Now, yesterday, Joe Biden was minus 200 and Donald Trump was plus 165. What that means is if you bet $200 on Joe Biden, you win 100 bucks. And if you bet $100 on Donald Trump, you'd win 165 bucks. So, so therefore, to, Biden is the favorite, I would say. Biden is that. the favorite. But this morning, Joe Biden dropped from minus 200 to minus 165. And Donald Trump went from plus 165 to plus 135. Which what happened overnight? <laughs> but John, I have a question. Yeah. Couldn't that mean that these odds makers just want more money going on Trump so they hedge their own bet? In other words, they don't want, they don't ever lose. So they know how to set up the odds. So if I was an odds maker, wouldn't I want to encourage people to vote for Trump so that the money gets even? You're right, Howard. The House always wins, number one. And number right. two, if they want more people to vote, uh, to bet on Trump, they'll make the odds higher. So there's a bigger payoff. So right. the 165 from yesterday would be a better bet. Now he's down to 135, which means more money came in on Trump since yesterday. I, Robin, mean, you, I was like, what right. happened overnight? Well, well, you know what? That's a good question because I'm reading today, like literally up until uh, two days ago, I was reading that uh, Biden is ahead nationally by 10 points, which is a pretty healthy lead. Uh, you would think it would be healthier, but okay, what do I know? Uh, today, you read, it's going to be a squeaker. It's So I'm like, what, what happened all of a sudden? You mean some guy who like changed his vote? yesterday like what did he hear that changed his vote you know look at looking at the numbers because they break it down by state you could see where things are tightening and everyone's talking in pennsylvania well guess what biden was a bigger favorite in pennsylvania now those numbers are tighter uh ohio biden was a Ohio was uh, Biden was a bigger underdog. Actually, he is now less of an underdog in Ohio. But Texas has moved. There's so much action going. The yeah, only let me ask place- you something. How do you see on TV fire Fauci and those those idiots screaming fire Fauci? How do you how do you change your vote toward that that kind of mentality? Fire Fauci. I, you fire Fauci. All hope is lost. I mean, what the fuck? I think yeah, they get bank- a voodoo doctor in there. Yeah, yeah. Let's get a guy who knows nothing <laughs> <laughs> so that the virus that, will go away. I think they're basing it on who's going to actually come out and vote today if you hadn't you know, voted previously. Oh. And they think that Trump, the base, the Trump base is going to get a lot of people out to the polls. And based on 2016, they're questioning, you know, if Democratic voters will do the same. So the first bet here would be. Who do you think is going to be the next president? Will it be Biden or will it be Trump? Jeez. Well, I, I guess, uh, you know, like that's not, I can't bet Trump. Well, you, listen, well, you, you money is could. one thing. I mean, you could, you could bet Trump. <laughs> I can't separate the two right now. I see. You know what? You're in no condition to be bad betting. Let's, you were right. I should have uh, listened yeah, to you. Yeah, leave it to men. Maybe you guys yeah. can yeah. You know what, Robin? Men will bet. <laughs> Uh, anybody want to take any bets or is everyone just too upset about all of this? I'll be, I'll be, I'll be honest with you. I'm probably more in the Robin camp. I'm kind of not feeling the betting cause it's too important, but you know, if there's money to be made here, why not? 
Well, I could do different prop bets if you'd rather. Who would do you that. bet? Well, okay, do a prop bet. Give me one of those. Okay. How many votes will Kanye West get? Hmm. If you think he'll get, if is there an over and under? Yeah. <laughs> well, if you think he'll get two uh, two hundred thousand or less, that's minus one ten. If you think he'll get a million or more, that's plus one thousand. Which means if you put a hundred dollars down, that Kanye will get a million or more votes. You take home a thousand. Yeah, well, you know what? I, I, unfortunately, as much as I'd want to take home a thousand, I can't believe there are more than two hundred thousand morons in this country who would vote for that imbecile. You know, clearly a guy who's got real serious issues. Uh, Uh, I don't know that the guy that other people are voting for doesn't have real serious issues. (laughs) Well, I think you're right. This is I know this is what's going on. Yeah, I. uh... Yeah, I, I mean, I don't want to vote. I'm with Robin. Fuck it. I don't give a <laughs> shit about Kanye West. I think that guy's a fucking moron. He's sick. I mean, oh my, he's a is sick. Is he person. sick? All right. Then I, you know what? Then I, then he's sick. All right. So <laughs> if so, that, that means if people vote for him, they're voting for a guy who's sick at best. Well, uh, people um, have voted for sick guys in the past. Although I I'd rather f- he be, I'd rather he be president than, um, than the guy we got now. I'll tell you the truth. I would vote for if it, if, it, if it was between Trump and, and Kanye. I'd vote for Kanye. Kanye got your vote. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Based on what I'm seeing, I mean, this is insane. The, just the way this country is falling apart right in front of us. I mean, Jesus, never seen things so bad. Maybe pre pre uh, World War II Nazi Germany. It's about equal right now. You couldn't fuck things up more, in my estimation. Than they are now. But what other bets you got? And, you know, uh, the and vote- one thing one thing I'll tell you about Hitler, at least he believed in scientists. He was all in. He had them working around the clock on bombs well, and all kinds of shit. He believed in everything. He believed yeah. in sorcerers, scientists, yeah. <laughs> you know, the whole thing. Yeah, but get you me know. some magic going, but get me some bombs too. <laughs> yeah, like he was like, okay, I'm into magic, but I'm also into science. <laughs> Keep those bastards in the lab. What else you got? There's there's an over under on total voter turnout. The number is 160 million voters. Right now, the under is actually favored minus 145. The over is plus 110. Really? So, do you think it will be saying that 90 million people, 95 million people, have voted already? That's right. But they're also Maybe. saying that's a large portion of the total vote. Those aren't uh, additional right. voters. So that's why the 160 number is there. So do you think there will be more than 160 or less than 160? I think less. I, again, I think more. Imbeciles keep talking about how much they love their rights. But then when it comes to voting, they don't do it. Imbeciles. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I happen to think this country is there's more idiots than uh, bright people. I do. I think that it's one of the, despite the, the educational standards, it's a nation of imbeciles. You imbecile. Uh, I, I never used to feel that way. And, and I, entitled imbeciles. You know, yeah, they think they have spoiled. a right to speak their stupidity all over the place. Yeah, I used to be Mr. Gung Ho, believing in the people. I, I mean, now we got jerk offs won't wear a mask and they're, 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 they're proud about it. I mean, I see them all over the news. It's just the, you know, if you're dumb, it's your golden age right now. Yeah. You know, 
It's the golden age of dumb. You're I call in it charge. <laughs> yeah. You're in charge. Yeah, you're in charge of me. We're in charge, finally. I mean, and, and, and between you and me, uh, I've spent most of my life being aggressively stupid. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm no genius, but I, 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 I admire people who have brains, intelligence, education. I'm just smart enough to know they know way more than me, and I'm going to listen to them. But because of this idiot renaissance, suddenly people like me are now in vogue. Well, the dumber this is the you thing are, I've the... always said. There's two kinds of dumb. There's there's dumb up to the point where you know you're dumb. Right. And then there's a beyond where you don't even know that you're dumb. Yeah. We're I'm smart enough people. to know I'm dumb. <laughs> like when I played when I played chess, uh, you know, some people say, well, you know, you started late in life and everything. And, you know, and I got up to, a, I guess, a fairly high level for a guy who started late. But I saw I'm stupid. I'm not going to be great at this thing. Why am I bothering? I was smart enough to know I was bad. Right. See? That's good. See, the dumb person would say this is a stupid game. Yeah. <laughs> even the guy, even the guy teaching Blame me. the game. Yeah, yeah, right. Even the guy teaching me said, you know, you're only going to go so far. You'd have to start when you were 12 or 5 in order to be good. <laughs> I go, well, that's enough information for me to know I'm getting out of this game. <laughs> the older you get, the dumber you get. Right. Right, Sal. But um, I'm confused. This is the weird thing about voting. We get to hire someone smarter than us to do the job of running the country. And now the dumb people who don't even know, they think they're hiring a guy who's a great businessman. Right. They can't he's, figure out that he never really ran a business. That his father gave him $400 million, that despite the $400 million, he was bankrupt six times. Uh, and his taxes, father always bailed and, him out. Right. And, and, and so we'll see what happens. Now, in 2016, nearly 139 million people voted. That's less so, than 140. That's right. 160. 160 is the number. 160. Oh, I you thought know, you said 140 at one. You know, I got to feel that people are so passionate. I was talking to a guy. Um, I won't say his name. You know who he is. I was talking to him yesterday, and he said, I got to admit something to you. You won't believe this. I'm voting for the first time in my life. This is a guy in his, I don't know, I guess I peg him around 50 or so. He goes, I know. I never voted because this time I'm voting. So I got to figure there's a lot this of that is a, out there. This is a rational man. This is a rational man. <laughs> um, Why didn't have he to vote? Howard, let me give you he, something. For whatever though. reason, he didn't. But, but, but this time he's voting. Yeah, go ahead, John. The people who show up to vote, see how long the line is. Or, you know, will they then turn around and say, you know what? I came to do it, but... It's not worth the wait. Yeah, or see, in some parts of the country, there can be bad weather. A lot of people yep. find convenient reasons. Well, not that is worrisome to, to me. That's a good well, point. Well, let me say I've heard the weather report for the country, and there's only like the Pacific Northwest may see some rain. The rest well, of the country is dry. A hundred thirty-nine people. 139 million people last time, but John brings up a good point. You get to the fucking polls and what if they're overloaded? But but this time too, yeah. Howard, the lines are deceptive because people are socially distanced. Right, right, right. That's a good point too. But no way like a Ronnie is standing in a three-hour line. There's just no fucking way. You know, he'll be like, this is bullshit. <laughs> also, um, a lot of the committed voters might have voted early. Early. You know, the ones right. who are right. going to show up on election day.
The people who are still trying to make up their mind on the line are there. How do they count those? Like, I I did a write-in vote. Like, how does all of that get counted? In other words, is someone counting it right now? Has it already been counted? Um, what, what, where, where Why are these votes? Why would you have that already counted since you had them? I don't know. I was trying a law to, against it. I was trying to read an article in the New York Times about that. It varies state to state. Some states have already counted the ones that have come in. Others right. haven't counted them yet. There's no one uniform system for counting all those votes. And what is the system for counting the votes in the sense? Is it a human being who sits there and goes one for Biden, one for Trump, two no. for Biden? What, you know, what what is it? How do they actually tabulate what's in those uh, pieces of paper? In they the article machines. I read, yeah, they had machines in Florida that machines were, that can read it. Yeah, but did the person color in the oval? Did the person you know do two? Did the like? There's a ton of stuff that can go wrong with an absentee ballot. And if any of that stuff happens, they toss it. Hmm. Well, that was the other thing. When I got the ballot and you have to darken that whole circle, I'm like, oh, God, I hope people are reading the instructions and not yeah. just checking or putting an X in the circle. Yeah. It's like and the SATs. Put, yeah. It is. It <laughs> yeah. is. Because then you had to put the ballot into a different envelope, make sure the barcode was facing the right way. It was, it's pretty convoluted. It's depending again on, on each state, but in New York, it's not it that tough. John. Yeah. Well, you know what it is? I'm one of those guys that refuses to read directions. So I was like, <laughs> I better read these directions. You know, this is too important to fuck this up. And yeah, there was a, there was a couple of steps there that I was like, I can see a few idiots getting confused by this. Yeah, well, but it wasn't like is, building a barn. Yeah, yeah, right. The other thing is that, that your signature is so important. And so sometimes I use my middle initial and sometimes I don't. So I actually went back to my driver's license to make sure the signature matched because they're throwing out signatures. If you leave out your middle initial, they'll throw it out. Yeah. Isn't that great? Yeah. They find all kinds of ways. Yep. Anyway, I worry what's going to be. What are some of the other bets besides uh, Kanye West and how many people will vote? Uh, Will Trump lose any state that he won in 2016? Oh, that's a, that's a yes. So you're ready to vote that one. I mean, I'll bet that one. Minus 600, which means you'd have to bet 600 to win 100. But if you don't think that's the case, it's plus 375. So you can make 375 bucks. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't bet. I I bet that with your money. (laughs) I bet that with somebody here, you know. All right. Enough about the election. I, I can't take it. We got any other good one? Okay. Yeah. The craziest, the craziest one. When will the presidential election be called? When will it all be done? And they have odds that vary here. Some uh, Today, if you think it's going to happen tonight, that's plus 250. If you think it's going to happen tomorrow, it's a little bit tighter. It's plus 155. Well, and let me then, ask you something. How can it be that we'd have the answer tonight if 93 million people have already voted by mail-in vote or some you know some form of that? And you're telling me some states aren't even going to count them until the polls close. How could we, I mean, I don't know how fast those pieces of paper are tabulated, but how could we even have results? At least it would probably take a day or two, no? I would think so. But if you think that, let's say, Biden is going to win in a landslide, then that kind of, it doesn't dismiss the absentee ballots, but it makes it less important. If it's tight... Then it's going to be, you know, scrutinized. Look, I think Trump's going to scrutinize no matter what happens. And the Biden camp would too. 
But I would be surprised if this thing was called tonight or tomorrow. I think it's going to go a lot How much longer. can I win? You think Friday, right, John? No, I'll tell you what I think. I, I want to put in a big bet on 2028. That, that's when we find out for real. Well, if you want to, if you think it's going to be after uh, December first, that's going to be pl- that's plus twelve hundred. So you can win twelve hundred. Well, hold on, yeah. but if you think it's going to be Thanksgiving week because people take off, that's plus eighteen hundred. Mm. So big odds well, there. Twenty twenty eight, you got to take, gotta take Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You know, I, I'm like Robin. I'm not in a mood to bet. Fuck it. Yeah, it doesn't seem like there's much action going on here. Yeah, I don't even no, see anybody stepping up. I can't joke up. around when my country's in play to not be my country anymore. Robin, you this know is how bad, it's not joking. You want to know how bad things are in the country? I read this yesterday, and it freaked me out. So when I was a kid, not a kid, like high school age, my parents moved to Rockville Center. They moved me out of a black community to a white community begrudgingly. Because of you, we got to leave. I'm like, dude, I'm the only white kid in the school. Can you fucking lighten up? I bought this house for $14,000. That's right. We bought this. People thought we were rich. That's right. And I have no problem staying here. But he, he's complaining. (laughs) So I'm moving for him. Wasn't the house in uh, uh, Rockville Center a nicer house? Oh, first of all. First of all, I made a ton of money for my parents. I mean, not only as not not only working on the radio, which I've supported a lot of their lifestyle, but getting them to move from Roosevelt, Long Island, okay, and selling that dump of a fucking house. They bought a house in Rockville Center for like fifty grand, and my father yeah. was complete fifty thousand dollars <laughs> to move. Well, it is expensive. We looked in Merrick. For $50,000, you get a house, but you have to put so much money in. It's like a garbage dump <laughs> for 50000 Meanwhile, that house they bought in Rockville Center, when they sold it, hundreds of thousands of dollars they yeah, sold it for. Yeah. I mean, a what lot of What would they have gotten for the house in Roosevelt? They probably had to pay somebody to move in. Oh, please. <laughs> Give me a break. I mean, that house has gone up in value, but not like Rockville Center. Yeah, but that's only inflation. I mean, it really didn't go up. But anyway, so my parents moved to uh, this white community, and uh, I was thrilled. Little did I know what was in store for me there. (laughs) That was a house of horrors, too? (laughs) Well, the rude awakening was, it wasn't that black people hated me for my white skin. White people hated me. So it, (laughs) it dawned on me that I was just not a likable guy. Oh, or or yeah. someone who commanded people's respect. I thought it was because I was white I wasn't popular. Turned out I had nothing to do with the color of my skin. I was just a douche. <laughs> a nobody. <laughs> nobody wanted... Well, these white kids were ignoring me. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Did you have a fantasy that it was going to be, like, light years better? Like, oh. Yes. I didn't gonna know be like I was... like getting to Oz. I didn't know I was universally hated. <laughs> I was under the assumption that white people would like me. Yeah. And white girls would like me because I remember in Roosevelt, I asked out a black girl. Uh, gorgeous. Her name was Judy. I told you, big afro, skinny, everything I love. 
And she laughed at me. She goes, are you crazy? You're white. There's no fucking way. I'm not going to take shit dating you. <laughs> so I had this fantasy. I'm going to go to Rockville Center and all these white girls, these white girls, they, they wanted to throw up. I was ready to move back to the black girls. <laughs> they, 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 it looked like I had a shot with some of them. <laughs> it was a disaster. Oh, my God. Oh, God. How long before you realized nothing I hated the white was going to get better? Like, I never hated. You... I never hated the black kids, and I'll tell you why. I just assumed I was white. I was different. It wasn't popular to like white people. I got that. So why would I hate someone for that? When I got to the white community, I realized I hate white people. <laughs> These are supposed to be my people. I told you that my people thing is a myth. <laughs> it, it's bullshit. <laughs> there are no people. There was a point when I was living in the white community. I begged my parents to move to an Asian community. I was sure <laughs> that they would accept me because they've been ostracized as well. But who knows how that would have worked out. But how long before you realized, you know, like you get there, oh, this is going to be great. I'm going to go to school. I'm going to be I popular. realized I realized really quickly that yeah. things were going to go really poorly. A, my mom brought me to the school <laughs> and the guidance counselor told me immediately she said, where, where are you matriculating from? I go, what, what do that mean? <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, where, what school did you go to? I go, I went to Roosevelt. Oh, she goes, oh, you'll, you'll have a D average here. What was your grades in Roosevelt? And she looks at me, she goes, oh, you were an A student. You'll be a D student here because you don't know anything. Well, she was right. I was a D student. She, <laughs> she wasn't wrong, but it was just kind of defeating to hear that from the guidance counselor. Right. Yeah. That's not yeah. great guidance. And my mother was like, how dare she say my son's going to be a D student? I go, Mom, she turned out to be right. <laughs> she saw me and she saw losers stamped on my head. <laughs> she got it right off the bat. She looked me over. She saw this, this bent over sloth oh, who came geez. from Roosevelt. And uh, she took a look at you and she said, look, you're a D student. How dare they? They don't know anything. I go, they don't know anything. She's the guidance counselor. She knows everything. And it was, uh, her prophecy was true. <laughs> but I was in big trouble. Yeah, I knew right away. And then the uh, first day of school, there was a carpool for some of these uh -huh. white kids. I was in a carpool with all white kids. I'd never seen anything like wow. this. All these white people in one place. <laughs> and they all, each one got in. My mother would go, Good morning. And then they would grunt. First guy gets in and goes, <clears throat> he doesn't even say good morning. My mother doesn't look at me. I said, I'm in big trouble. I got to get back to Roosevelt. At least there, they just beat me up. Here they're doing <laughs> psychological torture. They won't say hello to my mother. None of them would say hello to me. No one would talk to me. I was the guy sitting alone in the lunchroom. Wow. Yeah, it was bad. I knew I knew I was fucked. But then I blamed it on anti-Semitism. I had to always, you always find have something to blame. <laughs> you always have something to blame. He said, oh, I know what's going on here. The archdiocese is here in Rockville Center. I know what's going on. Now it's not because I'm white. It's because I'm Jewish. Whatever it is that's wrong, yeah. you're it. Yeah. Then I realized all the kids in the carpool were Jewish. So that oh, no. I had to throw out that theory. Oh, no. I knew they were Jewish because what, a couple of them got in. They, they smelled matzah on their breath. <laughs> 
<laughs> I did. I was like, oh, these guys smell like matzah. They're Jews. <laughs> I'm a victim of anti-Semitism amongst Jews. <laughs> I said, I begged my parents that night when I realized things were going haywire. I said, isn't there a community where there's a school full of seven-foot Jews? <laughs> there wasn't one. There wasn't. Yes, I that researched. would be the Gollum school, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. The yeah, where did Gollum go to school? <laughs> The money lending school, something <laughs> where I could go and be accepted. But, you know, I there was a point where, you know, I thought I'd be accepted in a white community because I went to a white summer camp and there I was fairly popular. I had mm. girlfriends and things like that. So for six weeks out of my year, do you realize six weeks out of my year I had a, a nice life? A life, yeah. The rest of the year was misery. It was like being in prison. Everything went wrong. Everything was humiliation. I go to ugly girl parties just to meet women and, and they reject me. It was crazy. I said, how can this be? I'm a great guy. How come no one can see it? I thought I was a great guy. I didn't know. Well, you probably were, but somehow you were hiding it. Got hiding it? it was locked in a trunk somewhere. I am so trunk.